What is up? And welcome to Rebel and Create's Craft of Fatherhood podcast. This is your guide, Ned Shout. Rebel and Create are words that I live by. I believe fathers need to rebel against the status quo of low expectations and create a life mastering the craft of fatherhood. Our role as fathers is far more important than our culture is letting on. There's no one to blame, but the opportunity to take responsibility is on us. It's time we own who we are, own the opportunity of our fatherhood role. I want fathers to discover who they are. They are powerful leaders who are making an impact on future generations. The question is, what kind of impact are you creating? This Rebel and Create podcast will last 10 to 15 minutes and we'll dig into questions sent to me by fathers as well as review Monday's Fatherhood Field Notes podcast. The goal is to dig into the role, the purpose, and the identity of the father. Thanks for listening, and please email any of your fatherhood-related questions to ned at rebelandcreate.com. And hey, please, don't forget to smile and have grace for yourself. You have what it takes. So the past year and a half, I've been so aware of my language, the words that I use, and I don't so much mean whether I use swear words or not. I do swear sometimes, probably every day, but that's not what I'm talking about here. I am talking about paying attention to the words you use and the power that they bring. Now, this all started for me when I went and heard a gentleman by the name of Thomas Blackwell speak at an event. And I was so blown away by his presentation and the awareness he brought to me about the the power of my words. You know, and sometimes I can get a little turned off by overly positive people, which sounds so rude. And I realized that it's because if I'm choosing to be negative or victim or sad, I will find reasons why if somebody is overly positive or great with their words. Um, and it can turn me off because I'm choosing to live in a world of maybe negativity. So heard Thomas speak. And then I read his book, the Liberty of our language revealed. And this all kind of was a big reminder for me because yesterday I spoke with him and when I'm around him, you know, those people where there's this elevated, like you act elevated, not like better, but you have a sense of of like I'm around somebody who is really in tune with themselves and I then in turn want to be aware of the presentation I'm bringing and it's really not because I'm I'm wanting to show off it's because I realize that I'm in a presence of somebody who's not just lackadaisical about about life they take it very uh intentionally so heard Thomas speak And then I I read his book and then I read the book with my family and then I read the book with my team. And I mean, I could name multiple times this week where my family and or my team, we catch something we say like, oh, I have to do this. Oh, hang on. No, I I get to do this. Um, And it's those little things of, of, of our words and the way that we use them. And I had him on podcast episode 49, and I highly encourage you to go check it out um, and check out his book, The Liberty of Our Language Revealed. This is not a plug in any sense other than what it has done for me in, in my language has been critical. Now, the main reason that I'm bringing this up to you today is because just on Monday, I, I released a fatherhood field notes podcast with, um, with a guy named Ryan and his podcast is daring to dad, Ryan Walton. And we had an incredible conversation and it led to talking about our language. And it was very much in line with, with, um, Thomas Blackwell. And 
the big piece of this is for you and I to take responsibility of our words. And that really means take responsibility of our life. And so we had this incredible moment where um, Ryan shared a story of your kid coming to you and saying, hey, dad, will you play with me? And you saying, oh, I'm sorry, I have to work. And right there, you are becoming, you're choosing I mean, you're the one making that decision, choosing to be a victim should work. Now, that does not mean that every time your kid comes to you, you go, oh, yeah, let me stop working. But to change your language and say, hey, right now, I'm choosing to do work and then and then do whatever you want, right? I'm not just saying you have to go play with your kid a certain time or every day be epic dad in that sense of there's, there is time for work. But the point of this isn't whether you go and play with your kid or if you do work. But to say, hey, I'm going to choose to do this, and then I'm going to choose to play with you at this time, or I'm going to choose to do this, and acknowledging that you have control of your life with your words. And there was this incredible aha for me, because this wasn't so much, the story that Ryan shared wasn't so much about teaching your kid, you know, that there's a time for playing and time for work or something, but it was really the the internally for the dad, internally for the self to go, wait a second, I'm not going to blame other things for my decisions. I'm going to notate what I'm choosing to do. And then when you choose to do that thing, that is where you can have influence. And oh, this is so powerful because dudes, this is what we want, right? We want influence in our homes. We want influence. Um, and, and I don't mean like I want to be a social influencer and everybody pays attention to every word I mean, and I'm looking for some status, which, hey, that is a fantastic place to be if that's what you're choosing to do and the motives behind why you're choosing to do that. But we're talking about you and I as fathers in our home, paying attention to the words we use down to, oh, I have to go to school today. Hang on a second. Let's talk about that with our kid. You, you could choose. So I had this conversation with my kid and, and uh, my one kid. So, well, it's the law. And so I said, again, there with the law, you are choosing to blame something else for what you're doing right now instead of saying, okay, I'm going to go to school today. And that's very different than I have to go to school today or I'm going to go to school today. I choose to go to school today because when I choose to go, I'm showing up with a whole different outlook on why I'm there. Now, I could say I'm choosing to go to school because I'm going to have a killer day with my friends. And that that to me is okay because you're choosing what you're going to do. Now, let's bring this back to you and I and our words, our language. Our words, we were given the ability to speak. And if we look back at Genesis, if we want to use, you know, the Bible as a as a reference here, how did God create the heavens and the earth and all the stuff? He spoke it. Let there be light. Let there be this. He spoke it. And I think that the incredible analogy for you and I in that poem is that we have the ability to, you know, you hear lots of stuff like this, but create worlds with your words. And there's a bunch of cliches out there. And you know what? They're all, there's probably reality to all of them. But my point for you and I is let's just make it real simple. The way that I speak to my daughter is going to open her up and her flourish into a confident, beautiful, wonderful woman, or it will make her insecure and question and there'll be a sense of lack. The way I speak to my son. Now, this doesn't mean that I'm always, hey, kids, positive, happy, this, that. No, but I pay attention to the words I use when things aren't always going well, but that I acknowledge my son. He has what it takes. 
I know I had a guy, Grant Thiessen, an incredible mentor of mine on, and, and he realized that he would call his, his kid even as an adult boy, not acknowledging with his words that you're a man now, you have what it takes, I see you. The way we speak to our spouses, are we, and I really believe this to be true, the way I see my spouse, the way I speak to my spouse will grow, evolve, flourish her, the way that I see her, the way she, she will see herself. I think that's huge. So I want us to consider our words, consider our language. And maybe just for a week, you know, we track a lot of things, right? I'll track my money. I'll track stats for sports. I'll track hours spent at work. I'll track lots of things. How many times maybe I vacuumed versus my wife? <laughs> I'll always lose. Uh, if you play that game, you will lose. Track your words. Take note. Take note. Spend a day. Spend an hour. Spend a week tracking your words. And then when you say a word that maybe you've said for a long time, oh, Mondays suck. Well, yeah, they do because you've said Mondays suck. Every Monday. So your body, your mind... You respond with, yep, Mondays suck. Now, I think Mondays are hard, but I change my language. Like Words that I'm working on. Okay, so words that Ned is working on. I'm not using better or best. I catch myself if I do. I'm not, I'm not using, I have to do this. Um, I am new, not using um, busy, 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 busy. I, I do my best to move away from that. Like I'm choosing this. I'm choosing to do a podcast and run a couple businesses and have five kids. And, and I'm, ch I chose that. So for me to be a victim to a busy life, I'm the one who's responsible for that. Um, I think those are the main words that I am aware of. And I catch myself. And if this is like, a lot of time in progress um, of, of catching myself. So I encourage you, spend the next hour, the next day, and if there's a word that comes out of your mouth that is autopilot, reflect on what that word means to you and to those around you and what effect it's having. Now, I don't think that you should have this all figured out in a day, a week, a year. I think that this is part of the journey of why you and I are part of this podcast is that we are men Mastering the craft of fatherhood, which really means we're internally looking at ourselves and becoming the men we were designed to be to lead, love, and serve. All right. I want to invite you to something. I've been sending a text every Wednesday morning since 2015, over five years. Uh, it's a big group of men. They receive the text. I started because I was just hungry to build community and encourage dudes in the middle of their week. So if you want it, go to rebelandcreate.com, click on the little ship on the homepage, and it'll take you to a little private page where you can put your info in. I just wanted it for the homies, not any weirdos. Um, if you've not read my book, I would love for you to check it out. When I get feedback from dudes saying, man, this was a quick read. I felt like you wrote it for me. And I got some major nuggets out of it for my marriage, my family, and myself. That is so huge. So check that out, rebelandcreate.com. Thank you to all you dads out there listening to Rebel and Create's Craft of Fatherhood podcast. What you do matters. Don't be like everybody else. Be yourself. That is who your kids, spouse, and community needs. This is your guide, Ned. Shout together. Let's rebel against the view that fatherhood has little impact and create lives engaged in mastering the craft of fatherhood. If you have a question about fatherhood that you'd like me to talk about, something you, uh, a guest you think would be great on here, you just want to say what's up, shoot me an email, ned at rebelandcreate.com. I look forward to hanging out with you next time. And if you haven't already, throw up a review. It helps spread the word that fatherhood matters. <laughs>